Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the We Call It Soccer Show. We're coming at you on a Monday night. I'm Walker Manning. This is my guy, Michael Fahey. How you doing, Michael? Wake up, wake up. Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, and we're we're just live. We're live, and you know what? We got a guest today. We got our first ever guest. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce him. You can ask him how he's doing. Introducing our first guest on the We Call Saga Show, the Mad Footballer. How are you doing? I'm fucking mad, bro. You want to know why I'm mad? Why are you mad? I'm mad because these refs don't know goddamn shit about how the game's supposed to be called. I'm mad because people get in red cars for no reason. I'm mad because people are slapping the ball in the box and not getting penalties. That's why I'm mad. Retweet. Uh, retweet. That is, those are all very, very, yeah, those are all reasons to just be so mad at soccer and everything going on because fuck the refs wholeheartedly. But we'll get to it, right? Fuck the refs, man. <laughs> all right. That does it from the mad footballer. It was good to have you, mate. That's our first ever guest on the We Call It Soccer show. We have it all here. Um, and right now we're going to get into some Champions League action, you know? Chelsea pulled out a 1-0 thanks to a beautiful bicycle kick by Olivier Giroud in an otherwise uneventful game. Chelsea played possession. Atletico bonded up the field. Some chances were missed. Um, Antonio Rudiger, he poked the bear. He taunted Luis Suarez at the end, I assume, about his teeth. I think that's what he was going for with the, with the little thing he did near his mouth. Yeah? Yeah. And um, that's a dangerous move. But nonetheless, good win from Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, they got to uh, be able to play their brand, their possession style football, and uh, honestly, kind of got lucky with a goal. But three points, three points, huge goal for them in the tie. Um, it'll help them see it out. But yeah, the little incident at the end uh, with Rudiger, he may have, uh, he may have uh, woken a giant. You never know. Never know. And he's been doing that a lot lately, like over the weekend in the Premier League. Little kicks, little shoves off the ball, um, mm. spitting. Just a real classy German act. But, uh, yeah, good win from Chelsea. Uh, and I think it'll be more of the same when they meet again. Um, I, I don't know about that, but there's a lot of – there's two weeks of football left to be played. Lots could happen. Yeah. They're missing their best and possibly their dirtiest player, Mason Mount. And uh, we'll get into why that is later. Um, next game, Bayern, Bayern, uh, Lazio. Not much to see here, everybody. Um, I, I argued maybe Lazio can make it close, even take something from this game. Oh, boy, was I wrong. Um, man of the match, not really, but what a, what a, what a game from Jamal Musa, Musala. Is that how I say it? Uh, Musiala, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Musiala, yeah. Um, he woke up feeling dangerous and decided to change his nationality after a solid Champions League outing. Um, power move, honestly, yeah. power move. Like, if you're going to switch up, that is how you do it. Um, just absolute shit from Lazio, to be honest. They had some good stuff in the second half, but they fucked up too often too early and the game was over. Yeah. I agree. Uh, this tie is done and dusted. Bayern mm-hmm. came out, um, you know, like you said, eight off mistakes, just was able to take advantage of everything that 
They were Gibbon, Sané, Lewandowski, um, usual suspects on the score sheet. And then, like you said, uh, Musiala getting one in there. And then switching to Germany. So I guess maybe he uh, he likes being a Bavarian. But, yeah, and just it's done. Thanks for coming, Lazio. Thank you for coming. But kind of sad because they'd still be in it if they didn't give up the uh, own goal. But they're not in it. So what are you going to do? They're not. Um, yeah, no, that ties over. Uh, I don't think they have a line for Lazio to qualify it, rightfully so. Um, next game on the weekend, and this is one that our that our esteemed guest was very, very mad about. Um, Real Madrid went to Atalanta in the away leg, and they won 1-0 against a 10-man Atalanta team for 73 minutes. One, you know, hats off to Atalanta, man. Like, really, really, like, wow. How did you guys keep this keep this a tie? I, I don't understand. Two, this ref made this game about him. He woke up this that morning and he decided. He felt dangerous. I'm going to be in the headlines today. I am going to make the news tonight for what I do. And so a young fellow, not really young, he's 28. <laughs> he's in his prime. Remu Friller, I guess, 3.0 matchmating, Swiss international, um, puts a leg across Mendy and um, is given a red card for what is called a clear goal-scoring opportunity for the same Real Madrid team that just today tied 1-1 against Real Sociedad after missing two big chances and hitting the woodwork twice. Denied a clear goal scoring opportunity. I don't. I don't know how that adds up. For me, this wasn't a red card. This was a yellow. This guy changed the game and he killed the game way, way early in the game. This ref is an asshole, and um, for that reason, I believe in Atalanta's juju to come back and qualify because ball doesn't lie. Ball will never lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, red card definitely hurt them. So they're going to be missing him. And they might, uh, depending on how Zapata's injury heals, they may be without him as well, having to come off in the 30th minute of that game. But sad from Madrid. Sad, sad, sad. Ten men for a bulk of the game. 70 minutes, I think. And just couldn't get it done. Just couldn't score. Couldn't create. And it, honestly, if you were... If you were watching, like, it didn't seem like Atalanta were playing with 10 men. They were in the game. Like, they were having to defend, but, you know, it wasn't as lopsided as things should have been. And I think I, – I don't hope because, you know, as they are my pick to make it, but I do think this may come back and uh, they may be able to scrape out an advancement here because if that Madrid shows up again, Atalanta is going to win unless they get the same referee. So – yeah, I, it's hard done for them. Madrid could have been a reality check, but it wasn't. So maybe next time will be one. But this game, uh, the ref is leading the tie because he won this one, uh, not Madrid. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, ref is up one nil on aggregate. Uh, that away goal is going to be tough to deal with, but we will we will see uh, in in the second week of March. Is it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that ref can uh, he can do he can change a game by himself, just like Messi. It's one v eleven, it seems like, but he can he can do it. 
He really grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck. That's what you want. That's what you want your leader to do. Um, anyway, another tie that is done and dusted. Uh, Manchester City beat Mujengladbach 2-0, uh, two away goals. That means that Mujengladbach has to come to the empty head <laughs> and try and try and at least it's score win. three. <laughs> yeah, good luck. GG's no re like this one like usually a two 0 isn't done but when it's this team against this team a Gladbach team that really looks like they've kind of given up on Marco Rose to be honest I mean that's what happens when you dip to a rival yeah. looks like yeah so um not not expecting much the game played out much how uh, I expected it to we controlled possessions we missed chances we got caught on the break once Ruben Diaz made a play two 0 Two them. One and a half spread, check. Clean sheet, check. Two. That's it. All right? We rip it. Yeah. Yeah. Gladbach would uh, still be in this tie if it weren't for Diaz and uh, if it weren't oh. for the lack of clinical finishing at the very end. I think it was, uh, it was a bad pass from Ederson or from somebody, and then they just got in, and Ederson had to make a good save. But should be at least 2-1, I think, and that would have uh, given mm-hmm. him some glimmer of a hope. Two nothing, no shot. You got to go away. Um, barring a miracle, barring an absolute pep of this game, uh, we we probably aren't going to see them prosper and come through. It's sad, you know, because no one wants to see City go through, but uh, they're going to go through, and you got to deal with it, you know. Just, I think everyone the wants to see City go through. To be honest, I I think you know, there's there's more people than you think that want to see City go through. And uh, just keep keep I doing th- it. I think there's less people than you think that want to see City. No, go through. everyone loves the Cinderella story. Everybody does love are. a Cinderella story. Yeah, but um, and everyone likes the oil villain to be knocked off. So, but there's a there's a huge swath of people that they're they're their <laughs> beloved oil hero. They're, they're I wouldn't say huge. I wouldn't say huge. 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 We have more followers on Instagram than Arsenal. City not having fans is officially a myth. I don't think it's a myth. Arsenal's a small it is, club. It is. There's a whole generation of kids that were born in like the, the 07 range that grew up and saw the Aguero magic. Now they're grown. They got their first jobs and they're, they're, they're buying city kits with their hard-earned money that they're, that they're saving up from their part-time job at McDonald's. It. <laughs> It's beautiful to see. It really is. No, just Those aren't the type of kids. It's it's more like rich kids who have like five kids every season. But um, yeah, and like light blue. Yes, exactly. Anyway, we are a buzzsaw. We are going to break Ajax's record for most games unbeaten in all competitions, and uh, then or most longest winning streak, whatever. And then we're going to flame out of the Champions League. I'm really getting nervous. We need to take it out sooner rather than later. And um, that's all I have to say about us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely need that L to come because no, no in City, the L normally comes at the worst possible time. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Spurs. You lost to Spurs in the semifinal. Uh, Pep crying. Just... I can see it again. I can see it again, but in like maybe the quarters this year, something just gets shellacked by Leipzig or it's Liverpool or someone. Could happen. Leipzig had a really nice comeback. Makes me 
makes me believe that they they can rip dubs for the rest of the season, at least in the Bundesliga. Get a hard second. Maybe, 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 maybe make it a little bit of a title race. Not not really though, but like just so everybody thinks it is for like a week. Um, but you know, I yeah, it could happen. But, yeah. but, but more Man City. We beat West Ham two one. Ruben Diaz scored his first goal ever. He looked so excited. He looked so excited when he scored. It was beautiful. And Jessinho Lingardino, Jesse, Jesse Lingard, Lionel Jesse, um, took the game by the scruff, in the scruff of the neck, delivered an absolute peach to Mikel Antonio. I love that guy. He's switching over to Jamaica. Aaron Wan-Bissaka also thinking about a switch to um, the DRC. Yeah, the DRC. Did you he should, see? He shouldn't get called up, though. Which is he should get called up. It's it's blasphemous that he's not. He's um a top top five fullback in the prem. Um probably top three. Top three England's best defender. England's best defender, second best defender. I do. Jordan Henderson, of course. Okay, Big England's Roman. best defender. And uh, well especially given he's out for twelve weeks. So Okay. Maybe. And even if he was fully fit and like Wambasak was hurt, I'd still take well never mind. That's besides the point. Continue. Declan Rice. Is no. Mason Mount. No. Callum Hudson Doyle at right wing back. You know he can lock down the oh, no, yeah. you know that, he can. That yeah, that's you know, it, it takes real skill to be able to lock down the game in forty five minutes and then be able to go ice up because you just shut it down. Like it was over in the halftime. <laughs> Takes real skill. <laughs> and, and, and two weeks ago, it only took him 20 minutes. Then he got subbed off and then yeah, that was cleaned crazy. it up for himself. That was crazy. No, yeah, he's just, just a monster. Tuchel feels bad for the opposition at times, and he decides to take out <laughs> their, their absolute lockdown defender. Yeah. West Brom beat Brighton. The, the refs. What a game. The refs. The refs, again. I mean <sighs> – Kyle Bartley opened up the scoring in the 11th minute. Um, Beautiful header. Pascal Gross hit <laughs> the woodwork, man, on a penalty. How do they keep doing this? I don't know. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Lewis Dunk's free kick. Goal not given because the ref blew his whistle twice. Um, I believe you have a theory on what, what may have happened there. Yeah, uh, my theory is that so the goalie was still setting everyone up, setting his lineup, leaning against the post, and then the ref blows whistle, whistle, which you never see. He gives the keeper time normally, or should give the keeper time to set up his wall and get everyone squared. People are still walking around, and he blows it, and then Lewis Dunk kicks it, and then he immediately blows it again while the ball's in the air in the net. And uh, I think what he had did or he had done, who done it, I don't know, but uh. He was breathing really heavy and blew into his mic or into his whistle accidentally. And that's where the first whistle came from. The second whistle was like an, oh, shit. Like, at this moment, you knew you fucked up. And then he blew it again. And this is where we are. Then I don't know why the goal was given at first if if it was on accident. Just say, oh, no, I like, take the re-kick. Like, re-kick it. It's over. But he gave it. Went to VAR, then ungave it, and then like 
just the whole wash posh of emotions and bad refereeing and uh just i don't even that's like the only like that theory sounds so wrong and stupid but it's the only what else could it be be? just unless he like had just had a mental fart and he was like which i i really don't want to i can't like that's that's too much the whistle's on their finger it's not in their mouth so like i mean Honestly, the the video assistant is the referee nowadays, so I guess they can just put that anyone with a with that a pair true. of legs out there. Uh, but <laughs> this is at the end of the year, we'll probably do an all time referee moment of the season, and I I would beg to beg to differ if this is not one or two. This was crazy. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Just yeah, stupid. No, this is this is absolutely unreal. Twitter was explosive when this was occurring absolutely explosive and um i mean hey this that wasn't all in this game that that wasn't all in this game brighton really got another penalty they switched the taker though honestly i don't like the move the chance of a guy missing two in a row i think are lower than another guy missing his first at least you know You know what the chances of hitting the post and bar on consecutive penalties if they're lower than uh, switching the penalty taker? Because they're probably lower. They are. They are. But you know what Brighton did? The impossible. Danny Welbeck. He did it. I don't know (laughs) what the fuck happened. Guys, I'll admit when I'm wrong, okay? I was not wrong for batting the Brighton money line in this game. I was not wrong, and I will stand by that play – Honestly, I should get a refund for all this bullshit. This is ridiculous. There's a ref booth, and then there's two woodwork penalties, not to mention the four big chances they missed that weren't those. Not to yeah. mention those. Shout out Connolly. Guys, one. Mopping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mom, oh, my God. The way Mopai struck that ball. It was, it, was a, it was a nice, low-driven cross, cross the face of the net, and Mopai, like, just – guides it on the other way but obviously he put some kind of backspin on it so he might have sliced it like underneath because it stops rolling before it goes out of bounds it was absolutely ridiculous also uh watching ainsley Maitland and niles try to play cam for west brom is always funny so um i don't know what big sam's thinking you know he (laughs) whatever uh aston villa didn't have grealish and they still won Wow. Good for them. Good for them. Leeds missed a big chance, but it wasn't their typical like four or five big chances missed. Um, Leeds are, you know, still missing Calvin Phillips or do it all man in the center. Um, He's a rock at the back and he is smart and initiates offense going forward. What a player he is and what a loss he has been for Leeds United. Anything else to add in that game? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Missing Phillips is huge for, Leeds United. They need to get him uh get him back whenever he's ready to come back. Uh he you know, take your time and everything, but they really do miss him. Uh but when they get him back, I think they should be back to regular leads. But good from Villa. You know, one big chance created. They took it and they took home the three points. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna skip right over Newcastle, Wolves, Crystal Palace, and Fulham. Um, if you watch that, especially the Fulham Palace game. Sorry. You may have actually fallen asleep. This was an early morning game over here in the States, and that was not the kind of kind of stuff that's going to 
going to keep you up. But yeah. what was, though, Arsenal won 3-1. Really impressive. Yuri Tielemans opened up the scoring early, and, you know, I thought it was GG's. David Luiz got on the score sheet. Lacazette slotted a pen. Pepe got there, too. And did you know that Willian has more assists this year than Pulisic and Hakim Ziyech combined? Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Doesn't mean much considering they don't play slash are injured, but. Yeah. I still how how many does he have? They st- five. They, they five. still went five. Not bad. So Not two bad. since opening day when he had three. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a, it's a, it's an obscure stat that doesn't mean anything. Who else but Arsenal? It's what hey, a but yo for real though. Awesome win for them. Like I, I can't even, can't even hate as much as I want to. But pressure's back on Leeds, so I think they get a dub next time. They play. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think Leeds get a dub, but um, Arsenal bottling it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Not, I will say, I said they were going to bottle it. Uh, mm. I think they're serial bottlers, but this time it may not be Rodgers' fault. Harvey Barnes and Johnny Evans both came off injured in this game to add to the list of growing concerns that uh, Rodgers has to deal with. The names like Evans, Barnes, Justin, uh, Madison didn't play this game. Just... Vardy had a Vardy's. thing early in the season. Quickest recovery from surgery I've ever seen in my life. Very true. But and he could he could get still. injured at a moment's notice, and then he's stuck with Ianacho and Ooh. and someone. And then it's Schmeichel's going to have to save and assist every goal. So it's uh it's tough for them, and I think they are going they're going down. Really? Oh, and didn't uh. Oh, not going down. Not going down. No. Dude, that'd uh, yeah. be crazy. Imagine imagine a 49-point team actually got relegated. What what a year that would be. What a year. Is that even possible? Oh, no. Uh, I feel like in the, the championship. would have to have zero. And then. Eh, so championship the relegations got 29. So, But that is the best league in the world. So, you know, you can't <laughs> compare anything else to it. Yeah, but no. Uh. Leicester are going to finish sixth again. All right. Okay. All she wrote. All she wrote. Um, Spurs, on the other hand, Jose Mourinho woke up feeling dangerous, dude. He played two attacking fullbacks, only one holding midfielder, a 10 at the other holding midfielder, three wingers in front of them, and then Harry Kane leading the line. And you know what they did? They scored four fucking goals. They scored four goals. Um. I don't want to say this has been in them the whole time, but it probably has been in them the whole time. There, there are a lot of really, really talented attackers on that team, but they play Jose style more often than not. In this game, they um, they really controlled possession. They shot the ball. They 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 even missed two big chances, which you know, all things considered, is impressive considering they uh, they won four nil anyway. Um, Burnley after the game. Roy Keane said that he he reckons he could get into Burnley squad, and Sean Dyke said, "You know what? I don't know if you guys remember, but um, he he was pretty good, so I wouldn't put it past him. You know what? Respect to you. Um, I'm gonna put in my boat now. 
I'm a full advocate for Deitch to take over the city job once Pep leaves. Um, <laughs> sign me up for that. Let's get this guy in the in the world class football. More English managers in the Premier League. Um, this wasn't a Jose masterclass. This was a Gareth Bale masterclass. Anything else? Yeah, um, I just feel like this lineup, Mourinho is kind of like, well, if I lose this game, I'm getting fired anyway. So might as well just not try not to lose, like win 5-4. And he ended up winning 4-0 because Burnley decided to not be prime Barcelona for their little stretch of a game this week, which uh, understandable, you know, they need some time off before greatness. But uh, yeah, got on Bale's back this week. First goal will tap in. Second goal was an absolute beauty from him. Uh, Kane's goal, massive deflection, but still nice, uh, nice touch, good pass. Uh, so, honestly, all things considered, great game, great game from uh, Spurs. But I don't think we'll be seeing this Spurs too often. Uh, I think this was just uh, Mourinho, like hmm, whatever type game. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, but good game, good game. And Aurier did come off injured. Uh, so looks like he'll be going back to Doherty. So there's another attacking fullback who can only really play in a three at the back. So we'll see if Mourinho decides to change anything up. But he won't. But good win for Spurs. He probably won't. Um, Chelsea Man United. Very boring game. I might, I might say so myself. Both teams came out per usual. Scared to lose, not trying to win, really. Um, Mason Greenwood didn't have a great game. There's one chance near post. He, I thought he could have got the end on. and uh, But but there was a handball. There was a handball in the box that they reviewed, and they said it was not a handball. By the letter of the law and how today's game is called, it's a nailed-on penalty, 10 times out of 10. I haven't seen that not called in the Premier League in a, or in the Champions League in a very long time. You know, the latest example I can think of off the top of my head is in the Liverpool City game, Joe Gomez, you know? I don't know. I, I don't know. But I'm, I'll, I'll let, you, let you take it away from there. Absolute shambles of refereeing uh, in that decision. Um, we'll start off with the handball. First off, it is in a unnatural position. His arm is above his shoulder, and he balances it on his hand for a quick second before uh, he keeps uh, – he balances it for a quick second on his hand before he keeps going. And no, nothing's given. Chelsea fans are screaming for Mason Greenwood to handball doesn't touch him the worst part about this though the assistant referee tells him to go to the monitor and look at it well after play has continued on maybe about a minute minute and 30 seconds which means the var ref thinks it's a handball and he wants him to go check then he goes looks at the monitor decides no pen all right whatever maybe accidental who cares should have been a pen we get screwed worst part Luke Shaw, in his post-game interview, overhears him telling Harry Maguire, quote, he did not give the penalty because he didn't want to deal with the backlash after the game on social media. So he 
admitted it was a penalty and he just didn't want to give it because he didn't want to deal with people talking about it. That is the most spineless, disgusting. I feel attacked. I feel used. I, I just can't. I, it, it's ridiculous. It costs United three points because Bruno doesn't miss penalties. And the fact, and even today, the FA were looking at suspending Ali and Luke Shaw for their comments about the referee after the game. It's a plot. It's a plot to, to take United down, but everybody's against, against it. And I'll even say it right. You look at Chelsea's uh, website pregame, which is probably what the ref was referring to. They posted a picture of yeah. Harry Maguire and Cesar Azpilicueta saying that Harry Maguire gets away with too much and the refs yeah. need to watch out. So basically, stirring the pot. They're just stirring the pot. And th- the pot was stirred enough and the soup was cooked and the ref didn't want any more of it. And cost United three points, and good for Ollie, you know, showing that he he can have that mean streak. He not not as bad as Klopp, but this was deserved. Um, and then Luke Shaw telling it how it is, but screw the FA for almost suspending them. They almost got suspended. Crazy. Suspended, absolutely insane. Imagine if this were to happen and like it wasn't a twelve point gap at the top, and then United played City yeah. this week without Ollie or Shaw. Yeah, yeah, it's. It would have been a whole debacle talked about for for years to come. It would have been a day written in the soccer lore, but gap is twelve points. So, um, and they're not suspended. It, it is ridiculous that that what that that wasn't a penalty. To to be honest, though, like this is just my opinion. Um, I don't think those should be penalties ever. I think we need to like look at the way. Obviously, Fair. this is part of the whole VAR debacle. And here's what I suggest instead. Direct indirect free kick from the spot of the handball. That happens in the box. Yeah, that, that could be fun. Could be fun, right? It could be really dangerous. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree though. Those little iffy ones shouldn't be pens, but the way they're calling them, yeah, like it yeah, seems exactly. like the rule changes every week. Exactly. Like, not I, even I mean, no, not even. No, 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 no. That's a handball, bro. Though, like, I don't want. But like, the last since Vars came into soccer, like, that's a handball. Yeah, like, it's just it's a handball. If someone can you be know? offsides by the by the white of their pinky nail, yeah, you can handball. Yeah, you can balance it on your hand like you're doing the yeah. Fushigi thing. <laughs> the Fushigi ball, like, yeah, the, yeah. The it was real, man. It was real. It was. It yeah, was. I can see. I guess the Premier League new balls, and they're all <laughs> Fushigi. <laughs> Crazy. Fushigi, Swigi, Swazi, Woozy. It's a it's shit decision. The refs fucked it up. <laughs> Liverpool beat Sheffield. Not a match to talk about. Um, Everton today beat Southampton 1-0. I, I didn't watch this game. Did you? Uh, no, I actually didn't know it was on. But uh, yeah, um, scored early, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I bet on Everton, so you know he followed WCIS podcast on Instagram. You know that's always there. Real Madrid fucked us today, one one. Uh, the hit would work twice, missed a big chance as well. Tony Cruz had a great game, and it wasn't enough. Uh, and for the Everton game, Allen was back today, so oh, that's a big big addition to their team. So uh, they may be picking up more points now. They just need to get a. Hama's back, and then they can have that midfield three they bought this mm-hmm. summer. 
Oh, Allen's actually Allen was back since the um, Everton game. He just no the Liverpool game. It's just uh, oh really? He was on the bench for that. Which, oh, okay. Credit to Ancelotti, you know, derby game, big game. Didn't rush him back. Got the result. Cool. Um, I just want to touch on this real quick because USA and like just news in general. So like we have a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. And a little bit of great, a little bit of absolutely fucking crazy terrible. Um, where would you like to start with FC Barcelona? Um, I think we should save the absolutely crazy shit terrible for the end. So let's start with okay. the let's start with the little other one. They they changed formation. Um, they went to a back three. It's what Langolet usually plays with France Le Bleu. Uh, PK was in the middle. He did all right. Got subbed out. That deserved and then Oscar Mingueza was on the left and Serginho Des our boy got to play in what is his best position right now on this Barcelona team that is shoddy defensively he can play right mid bomb up and down um he didn't have a great game but he had a he had a good game I'm gonna say hit post so you know close to scoring um Usman Dembel and Lionel Messi both scored weird though Usman Dembele passed the ball to Messi, and Messi skied it. You don't see that every day. You would have thought it was the opposite day. But, um, yeah, good, good on Coleman for the formation change. I, I think it'll do Dest really well. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think it will, too. I think it'll help bring out the, uh, bring out the better qualities that he has because we all know he's better going to the forward than tracking back. And uh, it'll also help him to work on uh, stuff that he's not too – like the defending part of his game because he has more cover. Um, he can try and be more aggressive if he wants to. He can try and play things different ways. So uh, his mentality, as as I've read uh, from a bunch of sources at Barcelona and all that stuff, that he comes in, watches film, tries to correct errors as soon as they happen. He has the same kind of mentality as Frankie de Jong. So this uh, – this change, I think he'll be able to grab it and just run with it and be so much better for it, even if they end up reverting back to what they used to use. So uh, this will definitely help him out, I think. Yeah, and with uh, the decent, the recent dip in form uh, from Atletico Madrid, it, it is looking more and more like a title race every week. Atletico won their last game, sure, but um, they, they drew and lost two, two, two or three on the bounce before that, so... That's that's not good, and hopefully Coleman can figure something out, and maybe, probably not, because Xavi comes in, GG. But if he doesn't come in, and Coleman maybe wins La Liga in what is an otherwise year from hell for Barcelona, do you think he could keep the job? If they, if they win it or don't win it. Uh, they win La Liga. You can't fire him if he wins La Liga. They come in second by one point. You can fire him, absolutely. Wow. It's thin margin. I, honestly, I, I don't even know if what I, I don't put that past Barcelona. Like, that logic is very knee-jerk, but like that's fitting for this club. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I saw it at United. Van Gaal won the FA Cup and was fired uh, right after he landed home. True. So, that's crazy. Uh, I could, I could, I guess, 
Barcelona is another big club that doesn't take and doesn't take shit and loves to produce shit housing. So they love I'd it. like to see Xavi in there. That'd be cool. Would be, would be. Place um, a future on it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah. happen as soon as no, Coleman's yeah, gone. Really, and and hey, hey, who knows? Maybe that can sway Messi to stay. But for the time being, it looks really bad for Barcelona because today, today Monday. A raid of the Camp Nou, the legendary, legendary palace of great football that it is, the, the, the history, the deep culture of greatness that has been produced from, from Cruyff to Pep to Jose to fucking to Messi. There's the Ronaldinho. There's so many great players have played with or came from Barcelona and um, – they were raided, and the ex-president and former CEO got fucking arrested today for ch- corruption charges. Um, the most concrete thing that I've seen is that Bortomeo was <laughs> bribing people in and outside of the club to slander it. My immediate reaction to this is that's where the messy contract got leaked. That's where this fan dissatisfaction has come from. This is Brian Colangelo on fucking steroids, and it is ridiculous, dude. I've never seen anything like this. I have with the Sixers, but like I said, this is on steroids, man. I cannot stress this enough. They're doing actual illegal shit to defame the club that they're making millions of dollars working for. I, I can't even begin to wrap my head around this. Uh, when Messi saw the news, I guess he may have been a slightly happy Bartomeu got arrested. But on the other side, he probably, a part of him died. Because he, he, like, if you didn't know it already, Barcelona has died. That football club is dead. Can it come back to life? Can it be re- resurrected like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ himself? Yes. Yes, it can. Because that is a caliber of club that it is. But for now, they're dead. And, uh, they're not going to win La Liga after this. So, you know, that Komen was just really devil's advocate. GG's Barcelona. Yeah. Um, as much as I would like to see another 4-0 comeback involving Barcelona in the Champions League, uh, there is how you say no shot that's going to happen. I see it. You're crazy. I see it. I see it. You're crazy. I mean, uh, PSG have already done it. To Barcelona, they have. And their catalyst for this game, and Bappe has already um, bottled one at home to a far inferior opponent, and he basically handed over the polished keys to Marcus Rashford. So I could definitely see PSG blowing it yet again, and I hope for it too. But I'm you, calling it. Are you predicting La Romantara V2 to happen in the next leg? Are you Are you seriously predicting this? Oh, yeah. Oh, my fucking God, people. We, oh, my God. That is the hottest take we've ever had. I, I, I see it. Uh, get the fire extinguishers out. Um, if you really just have $1, it's worth it, guys. That'll pay 200 or something like that. Probably more. Um, wow. What a prediction from Michael Fahey. And it's not just one of those. I, I honestly like just PSG are the Leicester of European football. And Messi is Messi. And Messi's Messi. He he yeah, he could win any game by himself. He can. He really can. Couple that with a good ref. You never know. You know that um since uh 
2018, he's had over 20, 10, 10 match ratings. I did not know. Crazy. He's a, he's just different breed, different breed. Um, but we got, we got, we got Premier League games to predict. Let's go, let's go through the ringer. Uh, Manchester City at home to Wolverhampton Wanderers. City win, clean sheet. Yeah. Shout out to my guy Riley who just texted me. He bet on uh, Wolves. So good luck, Wolves, and I'll ride with him. Wolves win tomorrow. Wolves win tomorrow. I want to take a quick moment of silence for Fahey's boys, Riley's money. Um, it's down the drain already. Um, you might as well just burn that money. Just, just burned it. But uh, hey, who knows? Anything can happen any given Sunday, right, guys? Um, <laughs> Burnley take on Leicester. Shit. Oh, I'm so biased, but dude, after a quote like that, Burnley's got to get a result. And after an L and an injury like that last week, I don't have any faith in Leicester anymore. A Burnley double chance, per se? Yeah, Burnley, Burnley draw. I feel it. I definitely mm-hmm. feel a solid result. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's going to play for Leicester? Who's going to play? It's going to be just scrubs. Yeah, it is really just scrubs, scrubs and Vardy. Yeah. Scrubs and Vardy. That's it. Um, Sheffield take on Aston Villa. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna subscribe to your logic from last week. It didn't work out, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with it again this week, and it's gonna work out. If Grealish doesn't play, Sheffield United are gonna win. They're gonna get their revenge for last season. But um, if they if he does play, then. Um, <laughs> Sheffield are going to lose again. No, yeah, Sheffield are going to lose no matter what. No matter, it, it, I, yeah, yeah <laughs> probably. I just uh, I want to do so good, um, but whatever. Uh, another revenge game on the table: United versus Palace. You don't hear that every Wednesday, but um, it is a revenge game because of the three-one debacle at the beginning of the season. Um, and uh, you guys are going to beat them down. You guys yeah, no Zaha on the road. No Zaha. Yeah, GG's guys. Uh, you, minus so one, one, one mil minus United. One and a half. Re- really? It's yeah, a way. No. You guys are on the road. Exactly. We're going to win, but it's going to be the sloppiest, most no. upsetting. It's, it's not a it's, one nil. We're not a one nil. You guys yeah. give up. You guys give up a quick one within you know three. What, and then you, know you rip. exactly like. We, we said they were going to come out. They're going to kill them. It was going to be over. Like, don't even bother showing up to the stadium. Sheffield United. You know what happened? That game lost United yeah. the title. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so it happened. One nil. United. Rashford gets like a over the top ball. Uh, hopefully Diallo plays. Um, but yeah, we'll win. We'll win. That's locked. Can't lose on the road, baby. Too just too good. I like it. Right. I definitely don't see a loss. Um, on Thursday we have a London Derby. London Derby, and one of those teams is unbeaten in the last five. And if I told you that team was Fulham, what? It's full, yes, it, it is Fulham. Fulham are unbeaten in five, taking on Tottenham Hotspur, and I'm riding with them again. Although I was uh, kind of impressed by uh, Spurs and their lineup and their attacking prowess. To be honest, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy back into what you're saying. I'm gonna buy into the to the Jose being Jose philosophy. This is a team that they're much better than. 
and a team that they will play down to the level of. So a zero zero, maybe one one, but I could definitely see a zero zero in this. Maybe Kane hits the bar twice. Yeah, no, um Fulham gotta get a Ooh, it's coming. Fulham. Ooh, it's coming. Fulham get a win. I like it. Fulham get a win. Like a like a ballsy, gutsy win. Just because I don't I don't see Mourinho's men doing it twice. Yeah. I I I'd buy into that as well. Um, Everton take on West Brom. They're on the road. Everton have in the past been a uh, been a uh, so-so team against shitty teams, and then come out and they beat Liverpool. Uh, whatever, I don't know. Um, but they beat a shitty Southampton team who is in a, a real, real rough patch, and uh, they beat them one 0 uh, It was a good play. Had that on a We Call It Soccer Show official podcast. Um, and I think they're going to win again. I think they're going to win. I think they got the shit out of their system and they're going to play up to the standards that they know how to. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree. Um, but do I agree? You do, because James is on the team. But if he wasn't on the team, if he was the same caliber of player of James, but he wasn't James Rodriguez specifically, you would not <laughs> agree with me. You're right. You're right. You're right. Everton. But it's Thomas. But it's Thomas, though. If he he plays. If he plays. I'll give... I I am such a fan of him that I will give him the same. If James plays, they win. If he doesn't play, they don't win. I will give him that respect. Yeah. yeah. 2014 was the greatest year of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next game on the weekend is Liverpool versus Chelsea. And... I have no idea how to feel about this. Uh, there's part of me that says Tommy and the boys are going to control possession and expose Ozan Kabak and Nathaniel Phillips. But then there's another part of me that says, no, they're not going to create anything. They're going to be boring per usual. And maybe Liverpool nick one. I can see this being low scoring, high scoring, draw, win, loss. I don't fucking know, but I'm going to watch it since it's a big six clash. And, uh, I'm excited about it for that reason. But, you know, given the theme of this season, it'll probably be a boring game. I hope not, though. Yeah, Liverpool win. Um, I mean, Chelsea couldn't break down Baz Maguire and Victor Lindelof. So, you know, fun fact, Harry Maguire's real name is Jacob. And he goes by Harry. And he goes by Harry. He's a dick. He's just a dick. Who's born Jacob and goes by Harry? I mean, God, it's just added to the list of reasons why this guy should not be wearing the armband. <sighs> just, oh my God, let alone be at the team, like be on this team. Oh God, I hate him. But anyway, Chelsea couldn't break down that mm-hmm. monstrosity of a center back. No. So they might have trouble with a younger athletic one. So uh, yeah, Liverpool win this. Salah gets his penalty off a dive and uh, Chelsea won't be so lucky this time around. Right. Um, hey, I could see it. See all things. Um, all right. Quick speed round. Burnley Arsenal. Arsenal. Same. Sheffield Southampton. 
Sheffield. Oh, Southampton. Aston Villa versus Wolves. Villa. Draw. Brighton and Hove Albion versus Leicester City. Leicester. All right, yeah. Brighton suck. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I fucked them. I'm never doing that shit again. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Brighton suck. That was a perfect response. Um, West Brom versus Newcastle, under two and a half goals for sure. Draw. Yeah, could see that as well. Uh, Liverpool versus Fulham. Pass. Fair. Um, Fulham, just for the memes. Yes. Uh, I didn't want to say versus United. Man United win. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay, masterclass, banger outside the box. City's much-needed reality check, so so then we can go on and win the Champions League. Um, Fulham, they True. Oh, the game still haunts me. (laughs) Tottenham versus Crystal Palace. Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah, the the Palisians are just god-awful. Um and uh Chelsea Everton. Ooh. Chelsea. Draw. Uh West Ham versus Leeds. West Ham Leeds. Shit, suck. God damn it. Leeds can't win this game. I, I knew <laughs> I wanted them to win the last this they can't win they cannot win this game. Uh. Yeah. I swear to God, if Leeds they're gonna lose, game, they're gonna lose. Like it would four. be the most Leeds. W- but imagine, but it's it, there is a world where Leeds win like five three. Yeah, yeah. There's also a world where it'd be like nine nothing West Ham. You're right, right. but there's anything not a world can happen. Where it'd be nine nothing Leeds. Not no, no, that doesn't exist. No. Shout out. Shut I think that um, uh, or Messier or whatever. Melier. Uh, Melier, yeah. Uh, uh, him eight shutouts, that has to be a myth. Like, there's no way Leeds have allowed opponents to not score in eight games this year. It's way too high of a number. But whatever. I'm just a messenger. Um, so don't shoot me. <laughs> Never shoot the messenger, boys. Um, is there anything else going on in uh, Bucks with baseball? Oh, uh, in soccer news, the U.S. U23 team released their Olympic qualifying 23-man uh, 20 roster or 23-man roster for the Olympic qualifying. Now, um, any big so, names? Uh, any names know, to watch out for for the future? Any names to watch out for? Yeah, we have some people who we've seen before with the national team. Um, we have Aaron Herrera, who just played. You know, George Bello, Julian Araujo, uh, Andreas Pereira, Johnny Soccer's there. Hey. Yeah, Frankie Amaya, uh, Tanner, Tanner Tessman, the big, like, super athletic. Never knew about that kid until he played last time. He looked like a beast, just his stature. And then Jesus Ferreira, Ulysses Lainez, uh, Ricardo Pepe, Sebastian Saucedo, and Sebastian Soto. A couple of the big names on there. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they're uh, the team will be training in Mexico this month for Olympic qualifying. So 
Look out. There's a huge tournament for them to win. They can win it because always Olympic is a big tournament to be at. So Ochoa was spotted training in Mexico. Oh, yeah, and he is uh, he's also on the roster along with the Jonathan Klinsman and two other goalkeepers. So, yeah, well, uh, the future is us, as the U.S. men's national team says. So, uh, yeah, good luck, boys. Good luck, boys. Uh, um, yeah, but baseball also started today. Spring training. Mets first game, they lost. Let's go. There we go. Let's go. Get them, uh, get them in the preseason. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks are still, like, really close to catching up to the Sixers, which is surprising, but I'm here for it. Giannis Sixers are up. Back in the MVP combo. But the Sixers are up 17 at the half against the Indiana Pacers. Didn't you just lose to the Cavs, though? And you know what else? You know what else? <laughs> so bonus only has 11 points in the half because he ain't shit. You know who you are. You know exactly who you are. I'm sick of people slandering the Sixers. If you're not a Sixers fan and you're just hating, just stop. Just stop. You sound stupid this year. Maybe past years you didn't, but this year you sound unadulterated, unequivocally, unprecedentedly stupid. That is all I have. Well, yeah. I mean, they're okay. No, yeah. I I just, you know, the Sabonis-Simmons argument, like – Absolutely missed me with that. <laughs> Absolutely missed me. It was funny. I actually I was listening to Bill Simmons today, and um, he he had Jackie Mack on. Jackie Mack, well respected. Um, I like her a lot. I think she has a lot of things, and she she's a big Sabonis guy. But you know what she said? Guys around the league, I don't think he's all that. Might it have something to do with something that I'm not gonna say? It's entirely possible that could be the the only reason he's underrated by his peers, but I'm going to go with the fact that he's overrated by the stat nerds and the NBA nerds around the world. Um, he's a very good player, but he's not better than Ben Simmons. So let's leave that argument. He is having a sick year. He is. He is he's a very good player, willing passer for somebody with such a developed post game. And he can shoot. Okay. Having a better year than Ben Simmons by the numbers. No, yeah, yeah, sure. He might be having a better year on a on a worse team. So like that's that's fine. Like if you put Ben Simmons on a worse team, like I like I've argued many times, he he would put up bigger numbers. But sadly, he's the second best player alongside what should be the MVP frontrunner. So No, that's the Giannis. It should be Joel. It is going to be LeBron. It is LeBron for now. It's because the the. I mean, hey, if they fall apart, then I could definitely see Joel making like a real, real case. Because if we keep the best record in the East, and Donovan Mitchell's not going to win it, and fuck the Clippers. So yeah, you just got to be have a better record than the Bucks. Yeah, exactly. Which still is going to be hard to do, but it's, it's doable. It's doable. Yeah, I don't know. Giannis is uh, Giannising. He is Giannising. He is Giannising right now. Uh, um, is there anything else? I think that uh, that hits all the all the nails on our sports piece of wood, as the proverbial the book says. Um, Travis Fulgham is confident about the Eagles' offense, and that is it from the We Call It Soccer show. I'm not confident. That's Michael Fahey. Everybody have a good night.
Good night. And don't listen to him. The Eagles suck. I just. Good night. Good night. Did you, did you miss wake it? Up, wake up. Miss what? Yeah, whatever. No. Gotta hit the blunt to make me focus. Lyrics flowing out like hocus pocus. I don't even really need to talk this to focus. I'm just trying to get rid of the locusts. You know this.